0: Welcome to machine learning. Okay, I want to talk about resource wars Um, in the 1990s. Azerbaijan, Georgia, Kakistan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Turkestan, and Uzbekistan statistically have 18 to 35 billion barrels of oil in proven reserves and possibly a reserve of 235 billion barrels and 236 to 337 trillion cubic feet of natural gas. The Caspian Sea is appealing and the U.S. is eager to reduce dependency on Persian Gulf oil. Under Secretary of State, Zenston told the U.S. Senate Subcommittee, the Caspian Sea is potentially one of the world's most important new energy resources. In the 1990s, oil production was 1 million barrels per day by 2010 oil production was expected to be 4 million barrels and by 2020, uh, 6 million barrels. Companies flocking to gain development rights in the Caspian Sea include Amco, Chevron, ExxonMobil, British Petroleum. Chevron invested $20 billion in a joint venture with the government to develop the Tengzi oil field, resulting in a firm known as the Tengzi Chevron Oil. And was later joined by Mobil, who made a 25% purchase share in the consortium. Caspian Pipeline Consortium uh, combined Tengzi Chevron Oil Partners and Luke Oil of Russia to build a 900 mile pipeline costing $2.2 billion, dollars, spanning from Tekezin to uh, Novorossi, Russia. Would like the oil to pass through the region to capture much of the immense wealth being generated from the Caspian oil sea transports. The second pipeline spans from Baku to Azerbaijan to Supsa and was opened in 1999. Russian tensions will be the result of power struggles. Russia's interest is to make sure a significant portion of the Caspian energy flows through the Russian pipelines to the Black Sea and Europe. Russia's put pressure on. Azerbaijan and Kazakhstan to send a significant share of oil through southern Russia to Novorossiysk. Tensions in Chechnya and Dagestan from Muslim extremist revolts will destabilize oil through the Russian regions. Washington wants to develop the Caspian Basin energy as an alternative to the Persian Gulf, and ensure Caspian oil and gas uh, pass through Russia and Iran. A new pipeline extending from Kazakhstan to Turkmen. Turkmenistan to Azerbaijan under the Caspian Sea, then Georgia met these objectives. Another pipeline from Azerbaijan to Bashar in the Persian Gulf is blocked by executive order issued by President Clinton, not allowing over $40 million US business ventures with Iran. US lacks the military presence in the region, and high-intensity conflict is unlikely. However, the US aid between 1998 to 2000 for Armenia, Azerbaijan, Georgia, Kyrgyzstan, Kyrgyzstan, uh, Turkistan, Turkestan, and Used Uzbekistan reached 1.1 1.06 billion dollars, of which 175 million for the region security, arms transfers, and military training. Um, Why did the bond yields rise, uh, climb after Russia seized the Crimea, Crimea Peninsula in 2014? Bond yields climbed because the conflict led to Western sanctions against Russia and a collapse in the price of oil. The resulting economic crisis sent bond yields up to 11.5%. Russia then turned to China and Asian countries for finance. How did Why did Russia become an oil exporter? Well, just as we've mentioned, they had huge oil reserves. Um, Russia has the third largest oil-proven reserves in the world and is the second largest oil exporter. A series of discoveries in the 60s and 70s in western Siberia made Russia oil an oil producer. However, Soviet planners and engineers did not build a pipeline to export the oil and gas in the 80s. They did not have the technology to build the new fields. The Soviet Union ended and oil exports uh, in 1991. Former Soviet oil fields began exporting oil and gas after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Russia became an oil exporter in 2004. Russia exports almost all of its oil and gas. It supplies uh, 10% of the world's oil and 30% of the world's natural gas. Russia has developed a pipeline system for uh, exporting oil and gas to Western Europe, Asia, and other parts of the world. Russia's oil exports have grown. Oil's exports reached a record of 10.53 million barrels per day in 2018. Russia's natural gas Exports have been relatively flat. Uh, why did it become an exporter? Well, um, Russia's oil production fell because of the collapse of the Soviet oil fields and the lack of investment in new fields. In Investment Biker, he talks about when he went through that area where they they, they pulled the oil too quickly from the ground, didn't manage it properly, and then abandoned the fields when it um, reached peak oil. Russia has increased its oil production since 2015. Oil production has climbed to 10.86 million barrels per day in 2018. Why has Russia increased its oil production? In early 2000s, Russia oil production declined, but the Russian government began increasing its oil production in 2010. Most of the growth in oil production has come from western Siberia. Uh, why will the development of oil fields in Siberia be an important investment? Uh, Russia has a, abundant oil fields in Siberia and, and they can be developed. The country has the second largest oil reserves in the world Th- counts for thirty percent of the country 's gross domestic, gro- gross domestic product according to u s Energy Information Administration. Russia has the world 's largest reserve of oil and gas with an estimated two point seven trillion barrels of oil and 1.3 trillion cubic feet of natural gas. That's just hard to, that number doesn't sound right. 2.7 trillion, it's prob, I don't know, that doesn't sound like a correct number. The correct, I would say it would be probably in the hundreds of billions, but I can't imagine it would push up a factor of 10. The Kremlin also has promised to develop Siberia's oil and gas uh, fields in order to boost crude production. The oil economy is heavily dependent on oil, and the government has plans to develop new fields in order to reduce its uh, dependency on oil exports. Okay, so that's Russia's oil. Um, They do have two pipelines, and going to read you about those two pipelines in just a second one of the things that I find interesting about um, the pipelines is even with the fighting that's occurred in Ukraine um, that it still it still maintains uh, these two pipelines pipelines, and um, um, it they're called uh, the Nord Stream 2. It's a 1,200-kilometer pipeline under the Baltic Sea, which uh, it passes from the Russian coast near St. Petersburg to London in Germany. Its cost was uh, 8 billion euros. Or pounds and was completed in September. The Russian state owned energy Gazprom put up half of the cost, and the Western firms such as Shell and Ing of France are paying the rest. Um, Nord Stream 2 runs parallel to the existing pipeline Nord Stream, which has been working since 2011. Together, these two pipelines deliver 110 billion cubic meters of gas to Europe every year that's a quarter of all the gas that european union countries use annually and how is the ukraine crisis affect the nord 2 future the pipeline does not have to operate license and germany now has put this on hold it took the step after russia formally recognized two breakaway regions in eastern Ukraine and sent troops there. In light of the recent developments, we must reassure, reassess the situation, in particular regarding uh, Nord Stream 2. Well, it's incredible that you would say that because I'm not sure where they're going to get their uh, energy. And then it says, who's against Nord Stream 2, U.S. and U.K.? along with Russian neighbors Poland and Ukraine, strongly oppose Nord Stream 2. They fear that if it were to start operating, it would give Russia even more of a stranglehold over gas supplies in Europe. Hmm. Interesting.